Welcome back, friends, to the Unscripted Script Show. <laughs> I am Jeff, joined by uh, John and Lawrence. It's me. It's Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> He's both of us. And tonight we're going to be uh, reading the second part of Ms. Baseball. Uh, but before we do, does anyone else anyone have a uh, brief uh, movie review? have asked this before you started <laughs> taping and maybe i'd have something for you but actually no i don't i don't have oh, anything i don't I haven't watched, watched any new movies okay. in a while yeah why you, you talk about one? godfather but <laughs> <laughs> great film yeah no, i was just i was just hoping that the movie review segment would have caught on why didn't you at, tell us we could have watched something yeah more. we could have a brief movie club where we watch what we all watch the same movie and then we talk about it <laughs> that idea is stolen from the bennington show oh a lot of other shows. What should yeah, we a lot watch? Other shows too. <laughs> what should we watch? Uh, the Godfather. <laughs> no, 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 no. We've no already good to all do. seen it. Well, I mean, it's what what hasn't been said about the Godfather. Uh, it would have to. It should be something that's like off the beaten path. Off the beaten path. Yeah. Star Wars. Off the beaten path. <laughs> oh, the path. Yeah. Um, hmm. We'll so talk about this off air. We we find something on Netflix, uh, you know, that never none of us have seen before, and then we all watch it. Okay, and does does it look shitty? It could be shitty. Okay, good. Yeah, watch shitty something shitty. Good. Yeah, I like shitty movies. You know that. Uh, or how about this? Movies my wife picks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no thanks. <laughs> I'll pass on that one. <laughs> yeah, I'll pick. How about I pick the movie? All right, you pick the okay, movie. Well, we'll, you have we'll an, you have an eye for these out. things. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, it was my wife's idea to watch that other shitty movie that was on Netflix that we talked about before. The one with it stars Brenda Song. Oh yeah, yeah. We and talked about on the old show. show. We talked about it on the old show, and I many moons ago can't remember what the damn movie's called. Um, it does not matter. It doesn't matter, but it's a wonderfully terrible movie. Maybe I'll look it up during the half uh, when we take a break, and then I'll mention it. I'll, I'll give the name of the movie. I doubt it. Uh, so anyone who wants to see <laughs> we'll a beautifully, beautifully terrible movie uh, can watch it. Um, so let's uh, back to the get to the uh, script here. Unless anyone else has any news, back to um, Ms. Baseball. No news, news for the listeners. Yeah. No, okay, cool. Uh, so this is <laughs> oh, again. I got some news. Oh, do you? Yeah, you're gay. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, <laughs> good, good news. <laughs> All right, news segment is over. <laughs> I mean, I was hoping for new news, but uh, no, we're gonna get back to the script. And again, this is one that our listener actually sent in, and mm. we're very uh, and it thankful. Was his or her uh, yes, own. His his or her uh, script that they wrote. And we are very, again, appreciative of that. And we encourage any other listeners that have a script, please send it to us to our Gmail at unscriptedscriptshow at gmail.com. Yes, and that's unscriptedscriptshow at gmail.com. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com, unscriptedscripts. That's patreon.com slash unscriptedscripts. I didn't really think it was necessary. but I think it is. Okay. Okay. And uh, follow us on Twitter and engage with, uh, well, Lawrence, really. Yeah. <laughs> At Script Show. At Script Great, Show. Yeah. Okay, that plugs. Ends, that ends the plug the segment. Uh, movie review plug segment, segment over. over. <laughs> News over. Plugs <laughs> over. And now, part two. Without further ado. Well, there is a little bit more ado. No, um, we, we have some ado. Yeah, I agree with you. We have Jeff. some ado. A, little, a recap segment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Brief recap segment. They're never brief. Uh, well, I think, you know what? We used to I used to do this a lot. You know, make it take a lot longer. I think we can make it shorter. All right. Um, 
so the movie opens that the it's a high school girl. Her mom is dead. She is sad about it still. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she talks to her dad. She goes to baseball. They win the state championship. There's like announcers and press and all this shit for some reason. Mm-hmm. And, and then her dad's dead. And then the dad dies during the the game. Fucking kills over. And then grandma is stupid and like says a bunch of stupid <laughs> stuff. And she's like, oh, God, God has your dad and your mom. Now. Hello, Colorado Rockies <laughs> office. We're That's now. right. And then grandma. So then we, then we, uh, we, we, we uh, flash over uh, to the guy who plays for the Colorado Rockies. Rick Wild Things His Vaughan. name is Rick Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> And he's washed up, but he has the special training method. That's yeah. right. He has his own special training methods that he's going to use. And, and he goes and plays his game and then has a heart attack, just like the father. So if he keeps score at home, that's probably that's, three by now. It's at least two heart attacks, possibly three heart attacks. Yes. And then Rick Vaughn is in the wheelchair. And then Grandma. Well, no, we, we forgot about one thing. So the, he, apparently he went into cardiac arrest on the field oh, and right. then doesn't come to. Until like he's in the hospital, like <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know, hours later, twenty minutes outside of the town. Yeah. Then for some reason his legs stop working. I don't really understand that part of it. It's not something and, and that no happens after a heart attack. No doctor has explained it to us yet. No, so. we haven't gotten a medical explanation for that, uh, which is why we're going to go over to Doctor Cyril Rect uh, for a brief. <laughs> <laughs> explanation of what happened. Go. <laughs> <laughs> but then, then then, we go back to Grandma, and Grandma calls the Colorado Rockies executive office. They just put her right through. Yeah, they she, put her on hold a few times. That's but. right. They just put her right through, and then they give give her the number of, of Rick Vaughn. What is his name? Rick Jensen Rick is Jensen his name. Is name yeah. And, they, and they, they just give her his, his number. Even though he just, not only is he like, he's a he's a ball player, he plays for the team. They don't just give out people's numbers, but he has had a heart attack, and still they're like, oh yeah, no problem, give him a call. Donnie so, called the New York Yankees and told him to bunt. <laughs> <laughs> this is Susquehanna, two 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 two. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then I can't even remember what she says. She says like, my she daughter's sad because her parents yeah. are dead, and we. My granddaughter wants to. Meet him or be trained by him or something. Something like that. Yeah. Something so like that. Uh, the fiance decides without this, without <laughs> Rick's consent <laughs> whatsoever that yeah. it's a good idea to give a guy who's recovering from a heart attack and not exactly ambulatory right. to get him on a plane. <laughs> yeah, she plane. says, sure, <laughs> send her here. And that's where we left off. And that is where yeah. we left off. And I have a couple predictions. I think this is pretty obvious is what's going to happen already. You already know this. So there's going to be a, like a mutiny on the team. Um, because Rick ha- kind of has his own ideas about how to run practices and stuff. He has his drills and all that. So, and then the what manager about? About is just, just like a yeah. dick, and he's like, "You can't do that. You have to do what I said. You have to practice with the team." And Rick's like, "No." Um, so my I think special training I program. Yeah. So I, yeah, exactly. So I think there's going to be a mutiny, um, and I also think that what's going to happen is the owner is going to see some dollar signs when he hears about this girl who plays baseball and she's good enough to be in the majors. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, she's going to, the owner is going to bring her on the team to get, you know, the publicity. And then the manager is going to be mad and like not really put her in. Rick's going to be like, she's good. You got to put her in. And then they're going to do her, the training drills. And then she's going to get good. And Rick's going to still be good. And maybe he'll be the manager. I don't know. And well, then he'll end up being the manager is what I meant to say. Oh yeah. So yeah it's like, be like it's, a mutiny. It's and like, the uh, other guys, Miguel and it's like Justin too. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. Up, and then they'll yeah. end up, uh, being, being, I mean, maybe the manager will have a heart attack just like a major league too. <laughs> I'm thinking that. Yeah. I mean, we're we're only two heart attacks in, so we, <laughs> yeah, we got a lot, of time a lot of time for more heart attacks. More, so. more heart attacks. Uh, let's uh, let's find out if there will be more heart attacks in Ms. Baseball. 
so I believe we are at uh, exterior Asheville Airport late afternoon. Rick and Jill wait outside the airport. Rick is in a wheelchair with headphones and is moving to the music. Jill comes up to Rick and pulls down his earphones. <laughs> hey, flash dance. I need you to be civil to these people. Who are we meeting? Dottie Evans. You said uh, Dottie Evans was an old friend. Yeah, okay. Rick puts the earphones on, and Jill takes them off and unplugs them from the iPod with a stern face. Okay, I know you're psyched because you're now a TV star, but take a little time to get to know Dottie and her family. They have been fans of yours. This is important to them. Whatever. Rick grabs the headset from Jill and puts them in his case. Jill spots a sign with her name in the window of a, an oncoming van. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Dottie spots them and pulls over. Jill opens the door and climbs in, leaving Rick outside. Rick <laughs> opens his arms and then motions to the baggage handlers who help load the luggage and, and Rick. And Rick. Because <laughs> he's in a wheelchair. Yeah, he's in a wheelchair. Into the van. Dottie give. Jill a big hug and turns to shake Rick's hand. Hi, Rick. It's an honor and a pleasure to meet you. No, that's the grandma. Yeah. Do the you, you're doing a different grandma. You, you're voice. doing a different Do your grandma, other grandma before, voice. Do that grandma voice. Hi, Rick. It's an honor and pleasure to meet you. It's not the voice, but okay. I don't remember what the voice was. It was like it, it, it was it, like hi. Everyone knows when a girl needs her grandmother. The old lady oh, uh, like this. <laughs> yeah. Know? One more time. One more time. Hi, Rick. It's an honor and pleasure to meet you. Rick looks out the window while answering. Hey, it's great to meet you and be here in the Blue Ridge Mountains. Shenandoah River, country road. Dottie extends her hand. Take me home. Dottie does not want to get mixed up with a guy like Rick. <laughs> 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 He's a loner. He's a, a rebel. Loner. A rebel. Uh, Dottie extends her hand, but Rick connects his headset and looks out the window because he did not agree <laughs> He's to this. An asshole. <laughs> He's just mad. He can't do anything about it. He just gets wheels He's in a wheelchair. He just push him around. I've lost all control of my life and my bowels. <laughs> This has been a tough year for you and Samantha. How do you keep in such good spirits? This new Rick is trying my nerves. I believe God has a plan for us and Samantha is the key. I just moved here after my daughter passed to help look after Samantha. She pauses and sobs. I was confused. <laughs> you see, I believed in Rachel. Her wisdom was... Uncommon. Samantha's deathbed promise to her was Rachel's way of telling us all how special Samantha's gift is. Her preparations and statements to us all tells me that Rachel knew that both she and Philip, my no-good son-in-law, were going to pass away. And yet neither of them sought medical attention. <laughs> they just died. Samantha's taking this very hard. This has been an emotional roller coaster of a year for her. Right now she doesn't mention baseball at all. Doesn't take any phone calls and hasn't opened any of the colleges' letters. Scenery sufficiently chewed. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Maybe meeting Rick will bring the baseball spark in both of them. 
Jill turns to see Rick nodding to the music on his headset. At the car wash. And <laughs> <laughs> at the car wash. <laughs> Just trying to think of a song that has uh, wheels in it. <laughs> wheels in the bus. <laughs> the wheels on Rick's chair go round and round. <laughs> uh, what was I oh, Jill turns to see Rick nodding <laughs> to the music on his headset and gestures her gestures with her eyes to him. He keeps nodding. Jill grabs for the headset and Rick avoids her. He pulls down the headset and turns of the music. Dottie speaks to him as she drives. What about you, Rick? What have you been doing since retiring? Perturbed. I haven't retired yet. I'm in rehab. You had a nose problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm nose. in rehab. Damn it. I, I, I fucked up the line. You fucked up the line. He hurt his nose. <laughs> Pardon me. I just finished a TV commercial for Burger King, and I was on ER. <laughs> He's the kid in the wheelchair at the Burger King Kids Club. <laughs> <laughs> what was he called? Wheels or something? <laughs> and I was on ER. Not bad for it. <laughs> this was written 15 years ago. Yeah, it ago. was. That's a paraplegic. <laughs> yeah. Not bad for a guy who can't climb in a car. Looking a little angry, Rick pulls out the headset and puts them on. He plugs them in and plays the music. Why does he keep unplugging them? Why doesn't he just leave them plugged into the thing? <laughs> Uh, Dottie smiles and puts her hand on Jill's hand. Ooh, hot. Interior, Samantha's bedroom, late afternoon. Samantha looks out her window as the van pulls up. She watches as Rick struggles to get out of the van and into his wheelchair. Oh, that's just fucking and she, depressing. And she's laughing her ass off. <laughs> I had an accident. <laughs> Daddy made a boom boom. <laughs> I need you to empty my colostomy bag. Colostomy because of a heart attack. Yes. <laughs> yeah, colostomy. Jill tries to help, but Rick pushes her away. As Dottie arrives to the door, Samantha puts on her headset and lies on the bed and reads a magazine. There are a lot of headsets in the scene. Huh? The headphones. Interior, Samantha's living room. Samantha's living room late afternoon. It's not really Samantha. She's in fucking high school. Well, she's shit. Well, her parents are dead, so she legally owns the house now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Dottie comes into a house with pizza with a pizza box on the table, a plate on the arm of the chair, and napkins on the couch and floor. She quickly picks them up as Rick and Jill's voices are heard outside. Let me do this myself. Fine, go ahead. <laughs> Dottie knocks on Samantha's door and speaks through the door. Samantha, dear, my friends are here. No answer. So she knocks again. She doesn't have a key to her home, to the place where she lives. Sam, can you please, please come out? Dottie opens the door to find Samantha listening to the headset and reading on her bed. I thought she was in the living room, but okay. Samantha looks up while nodding no, her head. She's she's in her in her bedroom. Oh, yeah. The pizza is in the living oh. room. Yeah. I'm thinking the front door. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's knocking on her bedroom door. Oh, okay. Stupid. Dottie walks to Samantha and takes off her headset. Samantha grabs them back. Samantha? Oh. Hey, these are mine. You knew I had friends coming in and you left the house a mess. Samantha puts her headset back on and Dottie grabs them and puts them into her purse. Next to all the <laughs> Werther's originals. All the Werther's and peppermints <laughs> and, and balled up tissues. Hard candies. I have people here now that have come a long, a long way to visit us. 
Just be civil and come out and spend some time with them. Give me back my headset. I need to... <laughs> I work at a call center. <laughs> After they leave... Donnie puts the headset in a file drawer. Jill enters, <laughs> filed under H for headset. <laughs> Jill enters, followed by Rick. Rick grabs his headset, and Donnie puts it in her purse, too. <laughs> Grandma's going around getting all the headphones. What I'm going to have to get every goddamn headset in this entire fucking town. Rick grabs his headset from Jill and puts them in his case. Seeing Rick, Samantha pulls on Dottie. All right. Give them back to me and I will be nice. Dottie opens the file, H for headset, <laughs> and takes out the headset. Samantha grabs them from her and puts them in her case. Come on in. Sit anywhere you'd like. And Rick, I know you're in a wheelchair, so you can continue to sit there. <laughs> He's already sitting. Jill sits on the couch, and Rick rolls beside the armchair. <laughs> Dottie tells Rick to wipe his wheels. <laughs> Listen, I run a clean household here. I want a tire tracks on the linen. <laughs> Dottie takes Samantha by the hand and walks her over to the living room. This is my granddaughter, Samantha Evans. Samantha, I'd like you to meet Rick Jensen and his fiance Jill Lieber. Oh, I she's Jewish. So. <laughs> <laughs> looks like my instincts were right there, oh, bro. You're doing the voice right after all. <laughs> Where the hell am I? Okay, Samantha. Samantha shakes each of their hands. She steps back after shaking Rick's hand. <gasps> oh, I didn't recognize you until just now, Rick Jensen of the Rockies. Rick looks down. I mean. Really, he looks pretty down. If you ask me, <laughs> I've changed Wait. some, huh? Is he looking? Is he like looking down with his eyes, or is that? I'm how pretty he sure looks? he's looking up because he's seated. He's looking up, but forever he, he looks sad. Down as he looks sad. sad. Yeah. How about this? Rick <laughs> looks down in the dumps. No, I'm down. I'm down. Uh, Samantha picks up the magazines and papers around, around the, the room, room and straightens the table. She looks away from Rick as she collects her thoughts. Why are you in a wheelchair? Where have you been, Siberia? No, just out of it for a while. When will you play again? Rick looks around for something to read and reaches for his bag and empties it. <laughs> <laughs> takes it to the bathroom. She, she just empties it in the kitchen sink. <laughs> All over the dishes. <laughs> I told you to get these out of here, Samantha. <laughs> You're going you're gonna to have to wash them now. <laughs> Can you take care of this for me, dear? Reaches for his bag. Jill shakes her, hand, her head no at him. Forget oh. the question. I'm sorry. Of course you want to play. It must piss you off to hear that question. That's okay, Samantha. You didn't know. He glances at Jill. I'll never play baseball again. No. Looking frustrated, Samantha quickly walks to her room and shuts the door. What? She just met her hero and in his time of need, and she's like, ow. She's like, like ah, fuck him. He's not cool anymore. Dottie looks sadly at the door and then at Jill. Rick takes out his headset and turns on the music. Looking at the car. <laughs> you should have told me what's going on here. You want me to motivate your granddaughter? Boy, have you picked the wrong person for the job. You, you two can talk over old times. I'm going to listen to music. Interior, Samantha's kitchen, sunset. Dottie and Jill are preparing food. Interior, Samantha's bedroom, also sunset. Samantha is reading the Sports Illustrated and listening to her headset on her bed. The title reads, The Grand Old Man of Baseball. 
dick groat. <laughs> <laughs> Interior, Samantha's living room, sunset. Jill peeks out of the kitchen to see Rick looking through his CDs. Yeah, she can see these nuts as far as I'm concerned. She brings in a platter of food and gives it to Rick. Dottie follows and puts a videotape in the VCR <laughs> Wow! and turns on the television. Jill and Dottie go back to the kitchen. The tape is a composite of newscasts on Samantha. All right, we have... Two least, announcers. We got uh, four. We got four. Oh, wow. Asheville Baseball has a new star, Samantha Evans. She's a 10-year-old girl who single-handedly brought Asheville to the finals of the Little League World Series. She made sure she would always hold a record in the Little League Hall of Fame by pitching a no-hitter and hitting for the cycle. The Asheville High Rams are making news today because this highly ranked team starred a freshman girl. Believe it or not, gentlemen, a girl at shortstop. <laughs> Samantha Evans, Sam, when she's on the field, hit a homer and two singles in her first game, plus fielded eight chances flawlessly at short. Hats off to Sam. It's hard enough to get a play it's hard enough to get a playing spot on the team like the Rams. But to do so as a female is a great accomplishment. Hats off to the Rams manager, Jerry Mallory, for making that move. Here's a story that'll put red on your cheeks. <laughs> just, just CNN. You know, Tucker Carlson CNN. used to work for CNN. That's right, he did, yeah. Here's a story. Here's a story that'll put red in your cheeks. Sports Illustrated highlights outstanding school athletes in each issue. This week, they highlighted a young woman named Samantha Evans. Listen to this. Sam, as she's called. <laughs> or should I say Samantha? is a four-year starter on the highly-rated Asheville, North Carolina Rams senior boys baseball team. Her numbers are incredible. Her four-year batting average is 750 with 80 home runs and 140 RBIs. Plus, she has a 998 fielding average as shorts at shortstop. Remember, this is a very competitive North Carolina league. All right, can I do a Tucker Carlson break? Oh, I was going to do it. Okay, you go ahead. It's time to talk, talk baseball prospects coming out of high schools. Now, remember... These baseball prospects could be coming out of your high schools. <laughs> but thanks to our Democratic president, Joe Biden, you won't be seeing these prospects coming out of your high schools because only trans athletes are allowed to play baseball. <laughs> our top prospect is the same person. No, you forgot one more thing. <laughs> what? This is what they want. This is what the liberals want. Our top prospect is the same person we chose last year, Samantha Evans. That's right a young woman who plays for the North Carolina state champion Asheville Rams. She has set numerous school and state records as a four-year starter and star of this highly rated high school team. Tragedy struck Samantha hard this year as her mother died hard this year. As, <laughs> she oh, sure so did. Her mother died <laughs> just before the state playoffs and her father died at the championship game. This is what's going on in America's high schools. <laughs> Under liberal, under liberal leadership. <laughs> America's hearts go out to you, and we are proud to say that you are the best high school baseball prospect this year again. Nice job, everybody. <laughs> Interior, Samantha's bedroom sunset. Samantha takes off her headset, and here's never the damn headset, and here's the television. <laughs> on, off, on, off. Her goes to the door and listens. She begins to cry. She takes a trophy from the shelf and throws it, breaking a lamp. That was my good lamp. What are you doing? Rick's the one who breaks lamps. Yeah, by trying to walk and shit. Dottie knocks and enters to find Samantha crying on the bed. You know, between Rick and Samantha, you know, they're going to have some dark houses. Oh, yeah. Those are broken lamps. No one's going to be able to see anything. Grandma's going to run into something and fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, yeah, that's she's the gonna, end of Grandma. She's going to break her hip and die. 
Jill follows and stands at the door. Dottie holds Samantha with one arm and picks up the Sports Illustrated that was opened to Rick's article. <laughs> I can't play baseball anymore. I can't go to college either. Grandma, I can't stop crying. The first thing that happened when I heard that tape just now was to get angry and then i began to cry <laughs> every time i think about baseball or mom or dad or college i cry <laughs> dotty holds samantha with both arms and cries as well <laughs> jill wipes away her Jill's tears crying. as well rick's listening to music <laughs> rick, don't give up <laughs> rick in the corner going <laughs> interior samantha's living room sunset rick listens to them and opens a scrapbook to read a news article he looks at Jill, crying in the doorway. Interior, Samantha's bedroom, sunset. Still crying. I know that you brought them here to cheer me up, but it's not going to work. She takes the fucking headset. <laughs> this headset helps me not to cry. I put them on and close my eyes, and I'm somewhere else. Oh, my lovely Samantha, God didn't leave you. <laughs> you can back at Jill. <laughs> or Rick. Here just to give up. I'm convinced, like I said before, that there is a plan. Get to know one another. Maybe you you'll know, like each other. You know what? You know what? Uh, Samantha's listening to on her headset. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the heart attack song. <laughs> it's called it the cancer song. It's the heart attack song. Jill closes the door as Dottie comforts Samantha. Interior, Samantha's kitchen, sunset. Rick is, retur is returning the dishes to the sink <laughs> as Jill enters, wiping he's, her eyes. He's reaching up to put the dishes in the sink. <laughs> Jill smiles at Rick. I'd like to rest for a while and take a nap. Okay, honey. I'll read or something. She... I can't pleasure you anymore. <laughs> yeah, you can. He's all like, the way down there. I'm a paraplegic. But I she can't can, get it up anymore. But she can stand up. And then he goes in between, you know, puts his head in, puts his head in there. Yeah. Uh, Mouth she, still works. She gives him a kiss on the head and retires to the bedroom. Rick opens the drawer of videotapes and looks through them. He takes out one and puts it on in the VCR and plays it on the TV. It's a rerun of Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> well, it's just a good show. <laughs> he plugs his headset into the TV... Because TV has the TV have, have the headset, the headphone jacks right on the front there, and takes the remote. Dottie leaves Samantha's room and goes unnoticed into her bedroom. Interior: Samantha's living, Samantha's living room, night. Rick is in front of the TV, writing notes on a paper. The small lamp next to him is about to be broken. Is <laughs> <laughs> the only light in the room. Sam enters, carrying her mug, and sees Rick on her way to the kitchen. She returns with a full mug and slowly walks up behind Sam, who still has on the headset. She sees him writing and moves closer to see what it says. Rick notices her and looks up. He takes off the headset. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ, they'll take up on me. Oh, just take the damn things off and leave them off because this is getting very irritating, all this headset on-off business. What did you write? Just some notes. About me? Yeah. What? This one says... Needs to grip the ball lighter and hold it a little longer when throwing. You can keep your criticisms yourself, asshole. <laughs> also needs to plant her feet differently. You can't plant your feet anywhere. <laughs> 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 
Rick rewinds and plays the tape back in slow motion. You see, when you throw, you hold the ball too tight, which makes you hold on to the ball longer. This makes you throw, throw those low balls. At, uh, let me try that again. This makes you throw those low balls to first. <laughs> low balls. <laughs> Practically down to your knees. Uh, you compensate by releasing the ball too early, which takes the power out of your throws. Yeah, Rick used to release his balls too early when his dick worked. <laughs> yeah, on a Jill's face. <laughs> <laughs> Rick plays the tape in super slow motion. Throw the heat. Wild when you were learning baseball, you were nervous making your grip making you grip the ball too tight. So your brain has been conditioned to throw like this. Rick fast forwards the tape and shows Samantha a tough grounder she fields and throws a one hopper to the first baseman. <laughs> Thank you. You see here, you made a great play to field that ball. Normally that would be a hit. See your feet? You let go of the ball before planting your feet right. You have no push off power. You throw a lot of one-hoppers to first? Yes. Many times I count on a good one-hopper to make the play. Rick opens the drawer of video tapes. I've watched most of these now. You're flawless in fielding. How long was he there? <laughs> oh, <laughs> all night, I guess. About an hour? I don't know. <laughs> I'm amazed to watch how often you come up with the ball. And you're hitting? These pitchers don't give you any problem at all. Rick takes out another tape and fast-forwards it. Thank you. Who's the pitcher here? Jeff Lyons. He's on the West Brunswick Trojans. He's the best in the league. I faced him a few times each year. We beat him for the state title this year, and he beat us last year. How'd you do against him over the years? I did good. I hit a few homers. I socked a few dingers. <laughs> Much better. And hit a few doubles. He really never gave me a problem. Smith, it takes the remote and fast forwards to Jeff pitching. Then she plays it in slow motion. <laughs> wow, this guy's really good. Where does he live? <laughs> Jill! You see, Jill. he comes over the top on fastballs and comes down a little for his breaking stuff. Jeff will be drafted pretty high this year. Oh, I was right. He's rated as one of the best prospects. Dottie comes out and, and goes into the kitchen. Jill comes out and sees Rick and Samantha together and walks into the kitchen. Dottie opens the door. Anyone hungry? Yeah. yeah. Samantha quickly clears off the table and sets the places. Places, people. Places. Rick gathers his notes and pulls up to the table. More like rolls up to the table, am I right, fellas? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he makes a quick note and puts the papers in his bag. Get the papers. Thank you. Dottie and Jill bring dishes of food out and place them on the table. Samantha and Rick immediately begin to serve themselves before Dottie and Jill return with more food. As Jill enters with another dish of food, she sees Rick looking at Samantha, who breaks out laughing. And my question is, if Dottie and Jill are both napping, who the fuck was cooking? <laughs> oh, yeah. Good question. Maybe, uh, maybe they went to KFC. Ah, good point. I was just going to say KFC. <laughs> we think alike. <laughs> should, we, should I run out and get some? Well, I had some tonight, actually. Oh. Earlier. Yeah. I could go for some. I could go for some more. <laughs> KFC is delicious. It is delicious. Brought to you by KFC. I think the best place to train Hey, folks, this episode is brought to you by Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> Sorry, Lawrence. I think the best place to train is right here in Asheville. You have your best chance of breaking into pro ball right here. 
you've got the fan base, the media, and you know the ball players in this area. What they don't have a team. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Well, there's probably a, there's got to be a minor league team there. Yeah, but is, is, didn't they want her in like MLB or something? Yeah, well, know. you don't get the start. In the majors, you gotta you know gotta work your way up. Gotta work your way up. You gotta start playing some uh, you know low A, sport, high yeah, A, one of those weird leagues that no one ever double heard A up of, in Altoona. And then you gotta go the double A, triple A. Yeah, and, I don't know anything about baseball. You need Mike for that. Well, that's why you have us here. I'm an expert, actually. He takes a few bites of food and chews as he talks. Where's your fucking manners? What do you say, Sam? We need to start right away. <laughs> While you're in game shape. <laughs> I can have you ready by the time the second half begins. Will you pass the mashed potatoes? <laughs> Smith has a blank look on her face. Rick grabs some papers out of his briefcase with one hand as he papers. eats with the other. He puts them on the table and sees Jill looking surprised, so he puts them right back in his briefcase. Dottie looks at Jill with her eyes raised. Dottie, is it all right if I work with Samantha? If Samantha is ready, it's okay with me. Dottie puts her hand on the table, and Samantha puts her hand on top. She nods, yes. What do you say, Sam? Samantha shakes Rick's hand. It's a deal. So what's next? I've got to find the money. Money for what? Baseballs? <laughs> you buy some baseballs? <laughs> the money. I want the money. I want the money. Rick takes out pictures and shows Samantha. We need to find the money to... Build the toys. Wait a minute. What's there's plans with we're going, her? We're going back to a, a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> this immediately just turns into like, you have to build the toys, and then they go to the North Pole, and then it's a Christmas movie all of a sudden. All right. We have a series of shots here with yeah, music, so... Um, what do we got? We're introducing characters. How about we pause and read them silently, and then we can come back and summarize everything? <laughs> Good idea. Let's, let's pause briefly so that yeah. we don't make this take forever, because it's going to be yeah. boring. We'll be right back after this pause. And we're back. Uh, so we looked over these notes uh, briefly. So here's yeah. what happens. Uh, Jim makes some diagrams, and then they go to Dr. Feldman. He looks at the diagrams, and they go to another guy, Lou Brokov, which I hope I can be Lou coming up. Uh, he looks at, also at the diagrams and has like a special lab with a robot arm. Oh, sweet. I didn't see that earlier. Also happening is the owner of the Rockies is meeting in some law offices with a Cubs hat on. Ooh, I wonder what's going to happen there, fellas. Miss Liz, I'm buying the Cubs! <laughs> Wait, what's the robot arm going to do? I don't know. Make Rick's legs work? I don't know. Uh, some game shots. Some shots of uh, Rick working with Sam some field in Asheville. Uh, let's see. Back at the lab. Back at Jim's office. Rockies lose 9-1. to one. Phone rings. He answers, nodding his head. And that's where we are. End series of shots. Well, they're like at Coors Field and stuff. That's all over the place. Rick and Sam aren't. Oh, they're not. Just okay. Jim Thompson is, the owner of the, owner of the Rockies. Okay. Then we or end. so we may think. And then Jim Thompson. Interior. Jim Thompson's office. Night. Jim slams down the phone. He picks up a paperweight on his desk and throws it, knocking over a fucking lamp. Another <laughs> lamp. <laughs> Another lamp. Rick opens the door to see Jim throw. Oh, I guess Ricky is there. And quickly rolls over, the, over to catch the lamp. Oh, good. Jim moves things on his desk to find something else to throw. When he notices, he stops when he notices Rick. Rick returns the lamp to the table. Oh, thank God. Couldn't, I couldn't stand another <laughs> lamp in this movie, guys. It's just the dark rooms that bother me. And picks up a glove. He brings it to his nose and smells it with a smile. <sighs> sure does smell good to be at the ballpark. I love the way the glove smells. 
You gave me that glove, Rick. <laughs> no, Lawrence, you're Jim. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, you weren't saying anything, so I didn't know. I had to turn the page. Oh, shit. Turn the page. You gave me that glove, Rick, remember? It was 1994, and we were playing in the hunt to make it in the playoffs. We blew a three-game lead on the last week, and I wanted to leave baseball. I gave you this as a remembrance. Rick sets the glove back on the table. <laughs> now I want it back. <laughs> Jim comes over to greet him with a handshake and a hug. Baseball has been my whole life. I can't give it up even though I'm in this chair. I've been working on my training system, and I'd like to try it out in Asheville. I've set up there, and I'm ready to go. Rick takes out his papers and spreads them on the table. Jim looks them over and turns to Rick. Are you crazy? Your doctors told me not to put you in the field. You want to kill yourself? Rick rolls over to the window <laughs> and looks out to the field. If I die again, there's no better place than on the ball field here at Coors. I should know. You were 20 years old when you came to play for me, and although my scouts had their doubts, I knew you were something special, old top. How old are you now? 70? 80? <laughs> 45. Well, you still hit like you're 25. I can teach your ball players to do the same. I do have a plan. I can make your pitchers better and your fielding better. Well, show me what you got, old top. God knows we need some kind of help around here. Jim grabs the newspaper and shows Rick the headline. Will someone tell the Rockies to show up? Jim grabs another paper. <laughs> Last place with nowhere to go. They should have done it with like the, the spinning. Spinning, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the spinning papers. <laughs> Rick takes his papers out the papers, and pins them on the wall. The brain remembers every little thing no matter how quickly it passes us by. When a pitcher throws a perfect pitch, the brain remembers what the muscles did to create the pitch. In my system, we measure all aspects of the player's body, along with the flight of the pitch, and a flash of statistical readout so the player's brain has a reference to reenact that throw again. We can redevelop a player's body based on his physical makeup and condition his muscles to accurately reproduce the pitches. Rick pins up a diagram of the telemetry tunnel. Jim comes closer to look. The tunnel has video and motion sensors throughout. These sensors feed data into the computer that is instantly processed in various applications. The speed and location of the pitch is measured along with the traje trajectory of the ball. The rubber and mound measure the balance, weight and foot pressure. The plate and rear screen measures the ball placement. And cameras throughout help measure the trajectory of the ball and the movements of the pitcher when throwing. Immediately after the ball hits the back... Jesus Christ! Uh, computers. The ball hits the computers. Back <laughs> it does computers. Oh, God. Computers. It does computers. I, computers. I can't not read all this. Rick picks up a diagram of the tunnel with a batter. <laughs> okay. Uh, more computers. Uh, anatomy this one. analyzer. Now the batter. The sensors can accurately calculate bat speed, bat location, bat trajectory, location with respect to the pitch ball, how hard and where the batter passes... How? Oh, wait, I have a better idea. Yep. Now, now, the batter lately, the sensors <laughs> can accurately calculate the bat speed and bat location. <laughs> <laughs> computers. Rick pins up a diagram of the anatomy analyzer. More computers. 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 Diagram you know, measure the body, pitcher. where it's at. Rick picks up a diagram of a Marlins, Marlins pitcher with pitcher. statistics. Now read that one. Okay. 
Plus, we can accurately analyze our competitors. We can plot their patterns, find their habits, and measure their results. We'll know their weaknesses and be able to exploit them. Jim smiles and shakes his head yes as he looks at the papers on the wall. <laughs> this, this wasn't what a do you screen, need? This wasn't a screenplay. It was just like an elaborate patent application. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. Everything's pinned to the wall, all that fucking like, beautiful mind, red, strange shit. <laughs> Yes, there's, there's going to be drawings in here later of all the <laughs> devices. Rick hands him some papers. <laughs> Rick hands him some, yeah, Rick hands him some papers. Let me skip her the Asheville Club and give me the money to build this system. Ah, see, you're right, minor league. Mm. Rockies minor league is in Asheville. Yeah, I told you that. I said Rockies minor league is in Asheville. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I didn't. I said they probably have a team. Jim looks to the papers and throws them on the table. He looks up with a smile and extends his hand. You know, I've got to get this past the board, and it's not going to be easy. I'll explain it to them. Oh, that's going to take oh, God, an hour no, and a half. <laughs> <laughs> the runner just copied and pasted everything from that scene that we just skimmed over. Yeah. Like, just, I'll explain it to them. Oh, God, no, not again. <laughs> you better let me do this, old top. They were all set to trade you just before your heart attack. They're trying to push me out, too. You can't push out the owner. <laughs> it's very difficult to do. Well, you could have, like, sometimes it's an owner's group, Some, yeah. you know? He's not the only owner. There uh, could be other owners. Well, he's majority owner. Maybe he's the majority owner, but, yeah. you know, there's business stuff they could do. Business stuff. Business stuff. Business. He lets go of Rick's hand and looks at the papers on the wall. How sure are you this will work? I'm sure that I will make the players noticeably better. In fact... I'm sure enough to state to you that I can make even the last place tourists better than the Rockies. Nuts! You're nuts! Yeah, you are nuts, because whenever a player starts getting good in the minor leagues, <laughs> they, get called, they up. get called up to the major leagues. That's how it works, so that mm -hmm. the major mm -hmm. league team is always going to be better. <laughs> Remember, I've been down on that field with these guys, and without knowing the playing level of the tourists, I can guarantee we'll be better. Rick picks up his folders. Everything you need to explain is right here. Anytime you have a question... Just call. Okay. Well, I like it. I'll put up the money personally for it. They shake hands. We'll keep them saying that you're the smartest man in baseball. Rick picks up the glove on the table and smells it again. <sighs> <sighs> it's nice to be back in the game again. Jim flips him a ball and he catches it. You and me both. Well, pause there. Yeah, let's pause. Uh, okay. I mean, we break. could have a couple more minutes to go, but uh, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. You know, whatever you guys want to do. <laughs> All, right. All right. We'll be right back after this. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. He can't touch this. Ah, my, my. Man called Zane down from Montreal, just hand him the ball, he do it all. You can't touch this. Man called Chico, gobble up the ball. Chico to Bell to Bream, it's a DP screen. Sucker, the hitter's a sucker. Can't touch this. MC, take it from MC. Can't touch this. Of course not. You can bet your green weenie you can't. Can't touch this. Bobby Bow, you put on a show. Take a Bobby Bow over two ho chos. You can't touch this. 
Barry Barnes doing it all. Don't call Barry Bobby or I'll smack y'all. You tell him, homeboy. You can't touch this. Freyback Van Syke and Blinky King. You can't touch this. Fat so spanky, you can't call him manky, you can't lie. You can't touch this. Hey, fat is cool. You can't touch this. This. Ring the bell, school back in sucker. Can't touch this. School. Can't touch this. Ring the bell, school back in. Can you dig it? Break it down. Break it real down. Stop. MC coat time. My magic on the mic. Why would I ever stop doing this? Can't touch this. Bucko's flying. Mets are crying. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Randy Tomlin stopped some cold fold, you dogs bucks getting the gold. Trust this. The gold, the cash, you root, the shekels, the gel. You can't touch this. You hear me, homeboy? You hear me, whitey? You can't touch this. <laughs> Well, it's halftime in the Pitt-North uh, Carolina game, which means our halftime is over. Nice. That's exactly what I said before we, <laughs> when halftime was actually over, and we were like, okay, let's do the show again. Yeah, we paused to so watch we a little bit of a football game, game folks. There. Um, now, um, so what just happened? Uh, computers. Yeah, there's computers, computers. and then Rick's going to go coach the minor league team in Asheville, North Carolina. Which is where Samantha lives. And so he's gonna help her train also. Wonderful. Shall I begin? Yes. yes. All right, thank you. Exterior, McCormick Field Day. It's a sunny day as the ball players are stretching and arriving on the field. It's a beautiful morning. Nothing. Okay, fine. <laughs> Out from the tunnel and through the dugout comes Justin Taylor. Justin is greeted as he walks through the dugout and he passes them by without acknowledging. Number 18, Manny Ortiz, a Caribbean player, comes up to Justin. Welcome to Asheville. Number 32, Cannon Cantrell, a redhead, rubs his bat with a rag as Justin walks by. Hey, dude. Justin walks by while acknowledging them and goes to the field where the catcher, number 8, Sweeney, turns and smiles. Sweeney extends his hand and Justin shakes it. Manny and Cannon Cantrell come over to Sweeney. He must be coming down. Are you stupid? That's Justin Taylor. He won 20 games a few years ago for the Rockies. Why would they put him here for rehab? Justin walks out to the bullpen where he sees the manager, R- Rigliano. Oh, oh, please let me beat him. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. <laughs> With his back to him. Number 28, Ion, points Ion. to Justin, and Rigliano turns and walks to meet him. Rigliano extends his hand, and Justin picks up the ball and throws it to his players. Rigliano directs Justin away from the other players. Hey, I know you don't want to be here. And although you're welcome sign up for the last place a team, I'll get you out of here as fast as I can. Just go out and do your job. Work with the trainers to get back in shape and let me know when you feel good enough to work out. It's a me. <laughs> Justin nods and walks back towards the dugout. Hey, Taylor, where are you going? I'm not through talking to you. Justin stops, turns to look, and waits. 
You stay here all by yourself, a pizza. I say you're through and you're off the team and maybe get out of baseball. So get back here and I'll tell you what you need to do a spaghetti. Justin walks up to Rigliano and stands close to him so they are face to face. Rigliano turns and Justin repositions so he is again face to face. Jeff, you were Justin. Oh, yeah. I'm not ready to pitch yet, Coach Rigliano. That I'll, is your real name. I'll let you know. Justin turns and walks towards the dugout. Rigliano, Rigliano turns to the players on the field, yelling, Pick it up out of there! Someone has to start impressing me, or you'll be gone! So far, no one is big league material on this field! Interior. Tourist locker room day. I guess they're the Asheville tourists. The Asheville oh. tourists. That's a terrible name. For that is the worst name ever. Stupid name. Want to come up with a new name? It's like all the players are just visiting. Well, yeah, oh! that's the idea. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah, good point. But um, it's, just, it's a very self-actualized, you know, minor league ball club. If you yeah. think about it, <laughs> it's, it's meta. But the Asheville uh... cigarette butts. Ooh, not bad. But that's more Winston-Salem than Asheville. That's true. That's true. How about the Asheville... Bozos. <laughs> yeah, more like it. Am I right, yeah. audience? Yeah. yeah. All right, let's move on. Justin kicks open the door and sits in a chair. There is no one in the room except the towel boy. Ooh. Justin and just smiles. Just, Justin and the towel boy. Justin smiles and puts his feet up. What is going on? There's Ooh. no one here. <laughs> All right, you got the job. <laughs> when can you start? You asshole. There's no cowboy. one here. The trainers are all out on the field. Do you want me to get one for you? More like give one for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> get one what? <laughs> I'll just wait here. Exterior, Samantha's house, day. Oh, God. No. Series, Another we have, montage. We have series of shots coming All up. right. This is called blow through it as quickly as possible. Each take a turn. <laughs> Jeff, you start with A, and then we'll go in counterclockwise order. Okay, that sounds like fun. Okay? Okay. I'll start with the stage directions. Samantha comes out of the house when Rick's car arrives. She stands on the porch as Dr. Feldman and Lou get out to help him. They lower, they lower Rick down. <laughs> <laughs> this is humiliating. <laughs> And he takes the check out of his pocket and holds it up for Samantha to see. It's a giant check from Publix's Clearinghouse. <laughs> Enter Ed McMahon. How did he fit it in his pocket? It's a huge check. Samantha is excited and smiling and runs to Rick and turns him around. Real quick. Wait a minute. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm getting sick here. Yeah, Rick's dizzy. Rick's colostomy bag falls <laughs> up and splashes shit all over Samantha's face. <laughs> Dottie comes out and smiles as she watches. Music starts. All right, we're going to blow then, through this. Uh... Then Dottie starts slipping in Rick's shit. <laughs> oh, we'll, we only go to letter F, guys, so we're going to be all right. Okay. All right, Jeff, take it away. Lawrence, after you, and then we'll go in that order. Okay. Samantha is introduced to Dr. Feldman and Lou. Interior, Samantha's house night. The table is full of food as they hand each other papers. Get the papers. And speak for one and speak to one another. Interior, machine shop, day. Rick, Lou, and Dr. Feldman look around the warehouse filled with various machinist stations. Lou nods his head as a man with goggles speaks to him. Rick and Dr. Feldman leave and Lou stays. 
Exterior, baseball field, day. Samantha works on her fielding drills with her friends Jerome and Kenny. I'm sure she did. Nice, <laughs> <laughs> she got drilled. <laughs> Rick and Dr. Feldman speak, and Dr. Feldman writes notes. Interior, warehouse, day. Rick, Dr. Feldman, and Lou look over a large open warehouse. Hey, chief. <laughs> Rick points to various places, and Samantha jumps and plays with a dog. Interior, Rick's house, night. Jill is on the phone, smiling and talking. She looks through the, her mail and picks up a plane ticket envelope. She speaks on a phone. End series of shots. Interior, Rick's warehouse. Rick has a warehouse now? Yeah. Yeah, he bought it. Well, yeah. He bought the warehouse. Yeah, with, with, with I thought he was Strickland's just, money. I thought he was just paying the doctor or whatever to build the machines. Who the hell knows? Who knows? Rick, Dr. Feldman, Lou, and Samantha look over the warehouse from, from the landing of the balcony office. The facility is complete. The warehouse now has tunnels for the pitchers and batters and a strengthening area with a variety of equipment and playing surfaces. <laughs> They're tunnels just so they can practice like doing their entrances onto the field. <laughs> Whoops! Try, can you try jumping Jack Flash? <laughs> it's just so Rick, it's so Rick can, can come out with the glasses on while Wild Thing plays. <laughs> they pump in crowd noise. Yeah. <sighs> In the corner is the computer room. Computers. Computers. Rick takes Samantha into the balcony office. Interior balcony office night. Rick motions for Samantha to sit as he rolls up to her. <laughs> He's still in the wheelchair. Sam, I haven't spoken to you yet about how you'll be treated as the only female in the league. I'm used to it. The other players would make remarks and leave things in the locker room that were disgusting. Like Talking about prophylactics? <laughs> I'm used to that. <laughs> To leave things inside me that were disgusting. <laughs> the trainer has to clean all the loads. <laughs> to clean all the loads out of the locker room after the team was in there with Samantha. It's going to get worse. Oh, no. Bigger loads. <laughs> bigger loads. These are, these are some major league loads. <laughs> major league loads. These players, just like you, have dreamed of being major league players. They're very competitive. Much more than in high school. They'll see you as a publicity stunt, and exactly. no man wants to lose his chance to make it to, to a girl. To it, Their egos won't fathom a female being better than that. Or to make it with a girl. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right? right? To the doggy bounce. Right. Am I right, fellas? Uh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You'll get threats and hate mail. The other players will do anything they can to make you quit. The league needs to deal with you as well. I can handle it, Rick. No matter how bad it gets, I won't quit. I made promises that I will never break. Really? Because you did I almost was, quit. I was right about after. to. Yeah, I said I'm not playing baseball ever again, like 10 minutes ago in the yeah. movie. I know you'll handle it. What I'm saying is that you can't let any of this make you lose your concentration. We're only given a short time to play, and... Only the best players in the country stay in professional ball. There is a constant flow of ball players who will do anything to make it. Oh, I have a good description for this movie. An orphaned old ball player learns about himself and God's plan for him through the training of a young female ball player named Samantha. That's not bad, but then it makes it seem like Rick is the I'm main... I'm adapting man. training terror to this. He I know. Oh. I know. I'm just... Edit that out. Let's move on. No, we're not editing anything <laughs> out. We don't edit <laughs> out times where you look like an idiot, stuff. John. <laughs> it bumps up the volume on them and then puts in a laugh track. <laughs> <laughs> 
Or no, it puts crickets after it. <laughs> Rick takes her hand. You'll have friends to help you through this. Dottie, because she's your friend. Yeah. Myself, Jill, the doctor who you just met, <laughs> yeah. and Lou, who you've also just met. Another which we had speaking lines yet. Yeah, they, they, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they haven't had speaking lines, and we, as no. an audience, we wouldn't know their names. And, yeah, and they're friends now, though. That's true. They didn't even like. Yeah. We don't yeah. know their names. Yeah. We the audience. Know, we don't the audience would not know their names. Or doctor, or whatever is Doctor Feldman. No, doctor, more like, it's more like Doctor Feldman. Maybe Lou had like a name tag on, and they zoom in. <laughs> He's a big fat guy named that, Lou. That should have been maybe one of the shots that we pay, didn't pay attention to was zooming maybe. in on Lou's name tag. See, I think that Lou was not one of those shots. <laughs> I looked at it, and maybe the, the, I read them very you know, the doctor because because uh, Rick hands a check. To the doctor, and it says Dr. Feldman on the uh, two <laughs> line. So <laughs> that's how we know the, what their names are. Dr. Feldman doesn't have a first name. It's and other doctor. Samantha's friends. And there will be others. Samantha hugs Rick. They leave the office and turn off the lights. Interior, Mama Lee's Diner. <laughs> Soul food. Nice. Rick and the others enter the diner, which is half full of people. And everybody turns to look at them because they're the only white ones there. Uh-oh. <laughs> the diner is straight out of the 50s. Oh, no! <laughs> In the South? <laughs> oh, God. That's dangerous. Oh. They walk through to find a table at the window and begin to sit down. There's a man with a Rockies hat in the back booth facing away from them. They all sit and the waitress brings the menus. What can I get y'all to drink? Sweet tea, please. Diet Coke, please. Oh, I'll, that's I'll Dr. Feldman. Yeah. We should make... Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. And I'll, a, I'll be Lou Brokoff. With Dr. Yeah, Feldman. Yeah, because, John, you wanted to be Lou. I want to be Lou Brokoff. Rick and the other... Okay. Well, it just says Rick and the others. Yeah. And now we find out that he's actually in there with these characters that we just mentioned. Samantha's friends. That we don't know. Yeah. Is Dr... It's, it's Rick, Samantha, Dr. Feldman, and Lou are in the diner. Sweet tea is fine with me. Thank you. That was Lou. Rick is looking out the window and doesn't answer. Again. Hey, Rick, you're up to bat, as they say. Can you make me a chocolate phosphate? What the fuck? Chocolate phosphate? Sure. I'll be back with your drinks right away. It's one of those old-timey drinks. The man in the rocky hat turns around. He sees Rick, who does not notice him. He motions for the waitress to come over to him. Oh, and now Justin's here. So there's like eight people, and we're not... He didn't but tell he's us not with them. Well, he didn't tell... Oh, he's not? Yeah. Oh. Can you put some cherries in the chocolate phosphate that he ordered? Rick hears and turns around to see Justin. Justin comes over to Rick and hugs him. What are you doing here? I was sent down. What? You won 20 games last year for a last place team. You've won 20 games four times for the Rockies. Jim sent me down because I need to rehab my shoulder from picking your dead ass up off the ball field. <laughs> What's wrong? Justin smiles and shrugs his shoulders, especially that bad one. <laughs> he was shrugging too much. He shrugs one shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> no, he strained his shoulder from over, over shrugging. <laughs> over shrugging. <laughs> Being in the Rockies clubhouse is a nightmare right now anyway. No one gets along. No one cares. Jim tells me you're working on the telemetry tunnel in the training system. Sometimes I am pretty thick. Thick cock. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that don't work. We finished it tonight. Let me introduce you to my new team. Everyone, this is Justin Taylor. He played with me on the Rockies. This is Dr. Feldman. He's our physiotherapist. Justin shakes his hand. This is Lou Brokov. He's a mechanical engineer. Justin shakes his hand. And this is Samantha Evans, the player we're going to send to the majors. And this is Samantha's grandmother, Dottie. And this is her aunt, Alice, <laughs> we haven't met yet. <laughs> and this is her dead dad, Phil. We just keeps naming other We just keep people. William around everywhere. <laughs> this, is like doc- <laughs> this is the doctor's assistant. <laughs> Justin looks at Rick with a smile and shakes her hand. You're going to take a female player and get this manager to accept her, plus get her by the other owners in the league? Yep. Along the way, the team will win some games. Maybe the championship. Well, sure looks like I'm going to have a lot more fun than the Rockies this year. Who knows about this? Just Jim and us. By the way, Justin, tomorrow I start as the tourist new coach. You know... Jim Thompson is the smartest man in baseball. Interior, Taurus locker room, day. Alex Rigliano. 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 The 55-year-old manager of the Taurus is behind closed doors and is seen through the window as he meets with his coach. He takes his thermos and throws it at the wall in anger and And breaking it in a lamp. And marinara sauce goes everywhere. (laughs) Marinara goes everywhere. And another lamp lamp breaks. Heart attacks and breaking lamps. All right, you know what? You know what? Here's a good tagline for the movie. This guy seems to think that he's writing the Godfather and he's, you know, oranges. Here's a good tagline for the movie. Ms. Baseball, broken hearts and broken lamps. Ooh. Ms. Baseball, no heart or lamp is safe. (laughs) Follow us on Twitter. Please vote. (laughs) (laughs) The coach leaves the office and sits in front of his locker, looking towards the floor. Rick enters and stops. The coach looks up at him. Rick looks around the room as the players put on their uniforms and prepare for the game. He sees Alex looking at him from his doorway and goes over to him. As Rick begins across the room, Alex goes over to his desk and sits. They're all still, they're putting their uniforms on. They're all stained with spaghetti sauce (laughs) (laughs) and olive oil. Picking spaghetti out of their hair. <laughs> the spaghetti in the locker room. It was Chef Boyer D. They're like tiny meatballs and other hats. <laughs> Beefaroni in their cleats. Interior, Alex's office day. Alex puts his feet up on the desk and looks at papers on the clipboard. Rick knocks and enters. Knock, knock, knock. I'm Rick Jensen, your new coach. Alex does not look up. You have to excuse my surprise, but I just fired a friend to make a spot on the team for you. No one told me who was coming, only that I was getting a new coach and to fire my coach today. Well, that's how baseball works. There's only room for so many. Hey, I've worked hard for this chance. Rick hands him his contract in a large manila envelope. Alex reads them and throws them on the desk. Angrily! I run this team. I decide who plays and who sits and who gets sent down and who gets to eat out of this spaghetti shop. <laughs> you can try out your new training system because this document says I must allow you to do so. But get this straight. I don't have to like it a one a bit or make it easy for you. I don't care if Jim signed this. You work for me here. Rick turns and rolls towards the door. 
<laughs> Alex stands up because Rick can't. <laughs> <laughs> He's leaning over him. <laughs> I'm not done with you yet. Rick turns and smiles. Alex walks in the middle of the room because Rick can't. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck are you doing, Rick? A baseball is over for you. You've got no legs. You could die any minute if you get too excited. Your friend Thompson is doing you a favor while you keep a hanging on to baseball. In the meantime, I'm a firing real coaches. Mr. Thompson is my friend because I performed every day for 24 goddamn years. In the scheme of things, you're just an annoying little manager on a perennial losing club. Rick turns and leaves the office. Should we say rolls out of the office? <laughs> rolls rolls out, of the office. out of the office. Taurus announcer's birthday. Keep roll it, roll it, roll it. Lean Lenny. <laughs> Lean Lenny. Welcome back, Lean Lenny. Is shaking hands with reporters as they walk by his booth. Inside is a man. Maharishi. Maharishi. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. Who, oh, uh, Mah Maharishi Jones. Oh, I see what's going on here. Who is a full white bearded man in his 40s. I, I, I see what's going on here, John. Dressed in an Indi Eastern Indian John. long dress, wearing a necklace, John. who is looking at his computer John. and papers surrounding him. See what's happening. Rick and Samantha and Justin and I don't know, either Lou or Dr. Felbin. They're like the Beatles. So they have their own uh, yogi... Ah, the, Ma the Maharishi Jones that they met in India. <laughs> no, it's just some old, like, wise white guy from the mountains of Appalachia. <laughs> no, he says he's wearing Indian dress. Oh, he's probably an old white guy wearing Indian clothes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, his last name is Jones. That's true. But, you know, sometimes people, they, they immigrate and then they change their name. Well, that's true, You know, because it's really confusing. If you want to be a Maharishi, really I don't think Jones is going to give you any fucking credibility <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah, but you get the Maharishi part going. That gives you a lot of credibility because, you know, the, Ma the Maharishi is the Beatles guy. Yeah, but he also had other names that were Ma Mashi what, what, Maharishi Mahishiyogi. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, Not Jones. But he was known as Maharishi. He takes the microphone from his drawer and plugs it into the cable. Lean Lenny. Was that me? Yeah, that was, was you. you. Oh. Even though you ain't <laughs> lean. <laughs> hey, hello, fans. This is Lean Lenny Butkus welcoming you to the historic McCormick Field for the beginning of the second half of the season. He spits into an urn shaped like a McCormick Field. No. Ding. The Maharishi rings his finger bell. Ding, 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 Thank ding, you. Ding. Lenny <laughs> looks at him. <laughs> My new assistant statistician is Maharishi Jones, <laughs> <laughs> who was handpicked by the owner himself to assist me. Lenny shakes his head from side to side. Let's welcome Maharishi Jones. Tell us about yourself, Maharishi. Hello, Lynn Lenny, and everyone listening. It's a pleasure to be working with you in such an historic ballpark. What's up with the Maharishi? After 25 years as a suit in Chicago, I moved to Asheville to get in touch with my spiritual side. And my greatest love is the Beatles. <laughs> and second <laughs> is baseball. So you can see, many paths all lead to Asheville. Lenny spits twice. Ding! Ding! First is in the air, and the second hits the wall. Damn it! I <laughs> fucked it up. The Maharishi rings his finger bell once. Ding, 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 ding. Lenny looks up as he speaks. No shit! Oh, excuse me. 
What brought you to us? All right, any on-air apology. <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, Asheville is one, one of the great fag capitals of the world. <laughs> I, I put the apology in the previous episode. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I said something that <laughs> when, he, when he asks. When he, oh, excuse, what brought you to us? The owner decided that maybe I can help Zen the tourists into the playoffs. You know, they're getting a two-for-one deal. Broadcaster and spiritualists. Well, hey, maybe they're right. I'm sure the ghosts of Babe Ruth and Ty Cobb, who played in the ballpark, aren't happy to see the tourists slide into last place and continue to stay there. For the second half of the year, we have some new additions led by Justin Taylor, even though he may be here for just a short time during his rehab. Justin brings a 20-win arm to a team void of good pitching. He's listed on the injured list for today's game. Someone comes in and gives Lenny a paper. So many papers. Well, look at this. I've just received word that as of today, Rick Jensen is now a coach for the tourists. What a ball player Rick was for the Rockies for 24 years. He's now in a wheelchair after his heart attack. <laughs> Welcome, Rick. I'm sure he'll breathe life into our club. Interior, exterior, tourist dugout day. Rick and Justin sit in the corner because they were naughty boys. <laughs> Bad boys. Timeout. Let's <laughs> sit in the corner. And take notes as the game is played. Alex paces the dugout and screams at the players. You guys are making me sick. You, a man, need to take the bat off your shoulder if you want to stay on this team. Cannon, you can't hit, so the only thing you can do is call a good game and throw out some of the continual players stealing second to base. He's stealing second. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> From Hook. Rick looks up to see the score. 13 to nothing. The players run past them into the tunnel, and Alex throws a helmet into the bat rack. 13 nothing. Rick is not having a good first day as coach. <laughs> no, he's not. He doesn't even do anything. He just took notes. What a loser. Interior, Rick's training facility, day. I think we have you know some conflict here, believe it or not, in a, in a yeah. script that we've read only yeah. about halfway through it, too. Samantha, Dr. Feldman, and Lou stand on the balcony as Rick greets the players at the door. The players are surprised to see the type of facility in front of them. Rick gathers the players. Come on. Gather around. Listen up. Gather around. Listen Everyone? up. And guides them through each of the stations while explaining their functions. Lou puts his hand on Samantha's shoulder. You have to stay ahead of these men in your training. You've got to jump on them now, but everyone will worry their potential soon enough. Don't worry, Lou. I'm well beyond what I thought I could do now after only a few weeks of training. You'll have a few more weeks while the team is doing the drills and where we and we do the initial testing. You have looked great here. Now we can see how you look with the players around. The only one you ever speak with is Justin. You got it? Samantha shakes her head, yes. Wait, so is he telling her to only talk to Justin and nobody else? I think yeah. so, yeah. Oh, okay. McCormick Field Day. Voiceover. You understand that... I'm going to get you ready to play in the show. None of you could make it now. You all have bad habits that will be recognized. <clears throat> Excuse me. The players crouch in a fitting position, touching their fingers to the ground as they move in directions given to them by the coach. We Voice will over. evaluate your bodies to see your build, especially muscle density, elasticity, and strength. 
and may change how you throw or hit the ball. My training system will completely change who you are on the ball field. You'll be able to get erections without even touching your penis. <laughs> the key is to focus. If you lose focus, the work you do here will be wasted. Just like my legs, wasting away. <laughs> Listen to us experts. We've worked on this for many years, and you are the fortunate players who will help shape the game of baseball. And hands-free ejaculation. We're yes. not selling steak knives, are we? <laughs> the players perform a footing drill where balls are thrown or hit to them. They must feel the ball without gloves. This is done in quick repetition. Rick makes some more goddamn fucking notes. Rick and his notes. The players run from home to first while Rick times them and makes some more fucking notes. The players run from left Rick's field to center field. Well, Rick makes some notes. The infielders take infield with two coaches hitting. One hits from third base, <laughs> line to the first. Rick takes some notes. At the same time, two batters hit to the outfielders who field fly balls and grounders and hit a cutoff man while throwing back. And Rick makes notes. And Rick makes some more fucking notes. Yeah. And organizes his papers. Where are we at? And we got to keep going. Okay. Uh, in the minor leagues, actually, it's the dads who hit the balls out there in <laughs> practice. Plays it second. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Taurus announces booth day. The Maharishi is chanting to a model of McCormick Field. There is incense burning, and he holds a string of beads. Be beads? Beads. Beads? Yeah, beads. Lenny arrives with Big Jim Daly <laughs> and Ron DeVilla. Robin Ron and Big Jim. Oh, shit. These guys again. Big Jim. Big Jim. That's my stats and color man preparing oh, for the Oh, he certainly game. is a color man, isn't he? <laughs> What's up, Maharishi? Maharishi waits for Lenny to be quiet and continues to rock back and forth with his eyes closed and chanting. Oom. Oom. <laughs> Ooh. Oom. <laughs> my sweet lord. <laughs> oh, my lord. I really want to see you. I really want to see you, know, but it takes so long, my lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, Maharishi is actually played by George Harrison. George <laughs> Harrison. That'd be oh, quite a... Oh, let's be George Harrison from now on. Can you do that? try. <laughs> yeah, all right. Lenny pulls up chairs for the two men who join him. Why are you guys here today? Who was Jim? I don't you! Know. Oh, oh you were Jim. Word has it that Justin Taylor is pitching today. Oh, tap! The Maharishi t tops and opens one eye. We're hoping to get Rick to talk to us, you see? What's the whole thing with Rick think? What's the whole... What's, what's, what's this, this whole Rick thing, thing here? It's better when we tag team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Maharishi turns around and opens the other eye. Lane notices. This is my assistant, Maharishi Mahesh... I mean, Maharishi Jones. <laughs> Maharishi, I'd like you to meet Big Jim Daly from the Denver Tribune and Robin Rondevilla from Sports Illustrated. A pleasure, gentlemen. Taylor's pitching today. We haven't heard anything about it. No, it's more of a Paul than a Yeah, George. I stink at doing birdie. I can't do it. A pleasure, gentlemen. A pleasure, gentlemen. Yeah, there you go. Okay, all right, good. Jim Thompson told me yesterday, so I made the trip. I wonder if Rigliano knows yet. I wonder if Ringo knows. <laughs> I wonder if Ringo knows yet. Interior, locker room day. The team is looking through Rigliano's window as a man, Jerry Brighton, in a nice suit, stands mm. in front of his desk speaking to him. 
So now he's he was Alex. He was Rigliano. Then he was Alex. Now he's Rigliano again. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. This isn't a bull of shit. He's in. You leave him in until he tells you he's through. Rigliano slams the desk drawer closed. The man walks out and Rigliano throws his hat at the door, knocking over another lamp. (laughs) (laughs) He storms into the locker room. Jerry, is that your name? Jerry, tell Jim Thompson he's a fool of shit. Alex pushes the desk drawer shut with his foot and leans back in his chair. He makes me fire a good coach and a friend to put Jensen here and sends down a pitcher who dictates his own pitching schedule. He shouldn't be meddling in the day-to-day of the tourist. He doesn't know the league. You need to help me do something about this. Jerry points his fingers up to Alex, who nods his head to wait. He reaches into his coat pocket and takes out a cigar case, opens it, and pulls out a cigar. What else would he pull out? Dick. The dick. <laughs> he takes a cigar clipper from his pocket. This is all just superfluous direction. We don't need all this. And he clips the end of the, the cigar. cigar. Is he going to light it? Is he going to light it? <laughs> Who's Jerry? I'm, I, I, I was Jerry. Oh, you were? You're right. You're fired. I'll be <laughs> back in 15 minutes. I don't want to see you in the ballpark unless you buy a ticket. You're fired. You're f- well, I wasn't going to do over. I was trying to do like a, a Wade Gustafson. <laughs> But I can't do it. You can't fight me. I have the authority to do so, and I repeat, you're fired. <laughs> better? That's yeah. better. <laughs> you now have less than 15 minutes to be out of here, so pack your shit. Interior. Announcer, tourist announcer's booth day. I'll take over. A boy comes oh. into the booth and hands Lenny a note. Lenny quickly gets up and grabs the microphone. The Maharishi will take you through some of the stats now. Maharishi? Maharishi will take you the rest of the way. I once I again deeply apologize. Deeply sorry. I deeply apologize for. Lenny leaves with the boy. Oh no! <laughs> deeply ashamed of what I said about Asheville. I'm being, deeply ashamed of what I'm about to do to this young boy. Bags, including the Bat Boy. Oh shit! Uh, the star alignment. The, the star alignment was really weird today, so I meditated with extra vigor. To bring a win to our tourists over the visiting Greenville Bombers. McCormick, uh, Field Grandstands Day. Lenny runs to the side of the stands to see Ricoliano being escorted Ricoliano. out of the building, pushing a cart with these <laughs> tomatoes and, <laughs> and some yeah, good bread. He has, like, he has like a big <laughs> stock pot. <laughs> and a big, nice roll of prosciutto. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a bunch of spaghetti. <laughs> Just boxes and boxes of spaghetti. With his belongings. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's Italian. Big Gerald and Rod wait for him outside the stadium and greet him with microphones. Lenny runs back to the booth. Announces booth day. Lenny rushes in and interrupts Maharishi. Manny, as well as many of the other players have been smiling a lot more lately. The tourist manager, Alex Rigliano, <laughs> has just left the stadium. We'll give you more about why he was fired or who will replace him as we find out. Taurus locker room day. The players are confused oh, and no. raising their voices at one another. The man who was in Rigliano's office comes in and addresses the players. Listen up. Hey, listen up. The players keep talking. <coughs> Jer- <laughs> Excuse you. me. Jerry takes a bat and pounds it on a metal chair. I said listen up, goddammit. The players stop talking. Listen up. My name is Jerry Brighton. I'm representing Jim Tonson. Your honor and the honor of the Rockies. 
Manager Rick Liana has been fired. <laughs> Mr. Thompson has instructed me to ask Rick if he'd take the reins of the club. If he takes the job, it would be to your collective advantage to listen to his instructions. Do you get my draft? Rick enters the room and rolls up to Jerry. The room is silent. Oh, your fucking wheels, goddammit! <laughs> Rick looks around at the team. Rick. Mr. Thompson has asked you to take over the Taurus. What do you say? Cannon. What do you say, Rick? We need something. What about it, Rick? Take us to the top, Skipper. Rick takes the manager's hat that Jerry offers and holds it up. The players give him a weak cheer. <laughs> Rick yeah. has made his decision to go to Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> Rick takes the clipboard. He scratches out some names and writes others. Here's today's lineup. Um, we oh got a series Jesus of shots with the song "Smoking." Bam! But I'm having a smoking. Oh, you know, we will do uh, Winston some justice here and, and put the uh, where are we at? Because I don't think yeah, I have the energy we? for this. Um, well, I think we should probably like we shouldn't open with this next time. Okay. You don't want to open. Yeah, we don't want to. All right, let's go. Hey, fellas, you want to go around the horn? <laughs> yeah, let's do yeah, that let's, again. That let's do fun. that again because this is this won't take oh, series of oh, shots. Oh, They're all really shit. short. All it right, goes I, all the way to. Oh my god. Oh, I thought it was going to go the whole alphabet. It goes to W. Little, oh. little W. All right, all right around we, the we horn. I'll start with stage directions. We'll go counterclockwise. Exterior McCormick Field Day. The stands are half full as the tourists take the field to start the game. Rick is in the dugout and wheels to the middle to watch his fielders. Justin hums the song, smoking, bang, 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 smoking, bang, 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 as he walks through the mound. A series of shots with the song, smoking, by Boston. So and you Boston just decided rocks. that whoever's going to uh, produce this film is going to pay for the rights to the song, Smokin' by Boston. Well, Brad Dump's fucking dead by this point, maybe? Maybe no, a year not after yet. not yet, year after. About a year after, okay. Well, then he's got some work to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Key music? Been in a smoke game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll put that in there. Let's go around the horn, fellas, All right. right? All right, go ahead. No. Oh, Jesus Christ. Greenville, first batter strikes out swinging. Greenville's second batter strikes out looking at a curve. Greenville's third batter takes a third strike. The scoreboard shows zero. Torres Mendez pops up. Torres Ortiz strikes out swinging. Torres Roberto Mendez half swings and is called out. Scoreboard shows zero, zero in the first. Greenville's fourth batter takes a curve, strike three. Greenville's fifth batter jumps back and the ball curves over the strike th over for strike three. Torres Sanders hits a single to right. Torres Cantrell is hit by a ball. Torres Justin Taylor hits a single to score Sanders. The scoreboard shows 0-1 in the third. Greenville's first batter tries to bunt but strikes out. Torres Brooks grounds out to second. Greenville's fourth batter strikes out, swing at a curve way outside. Torres Roberto Mendez misses a grounder to short. Scoreboard shows 0-1 at the top of the ninth. Cur Greenville's first batter hits a weak grounder back to Justin and is thrown out. Greenville's second batter tries to bunt at a high fastball and is called out. Greenville's third batter strikes out on an inside fastball. And last one, the scoreboard shows Greenville, zero runs, zero hits, zero errors, Asheville one run, five hits, two errors. End series of shots and music. All right, do we pause here? Or do uh, we let's, can we finish the game here? Yeah, I think we need to finish, finish the game. This is going to be another seven pages. Uh, yeah. We got, I mean, we got a little bit. We got a little bit to go. Yeah, we got a little bit to go. I mean, that football game I want to watch, but no, all right. <laughs> well, you, know, you got your mind on the football game. Why don't you put your mind here in the script and? Yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get your get your head in the game, John. Get my my yeah. face out of my ass. Yeah, get your face out of your ass. 
My ass out of my head. Your ass out of your head. Your head out of your. Then the game. <laughs> Lenny this. is standing and points his mic out the window as the fans cheer. <laughs> the Maharishi points to his statue of McCormick Field. Lenny spits into the urn. The Maharishi rings his bell three times. <laughs> Whoa, can you say that again, Maharishi? Cling, cling, cling. Justin Taylor shows us why he won 20 games multiple times in the majors with a no-hit shout-out of the Bombers who struck out 18 times. Exterior McCormick Field Day. Justin bends down and hugs Rick as the rest of the team celebrates on the field. Yay! We! Champions of one game. <laughs> we didn't lose keep, this one. Yeah, 13 we'll, to nothing. We'll keep on fighting because we're gay. <laughs> Interior tourist locker room day. The players are in street clothes and are assembling their gear to begin a road trip. Oh, we're making a road trip here. So that song from Slapshot was going to okay. start the next episode. <laughs> okay, yeah. Bang, 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 bang. Assembling their gear for being a road trip. Feeling all right, and it's coming. Oh, we're going to get it right back to where we started from. No one listens to a show, so we have to pay for the rights. How about Holiday Road? We've done that so many fucking times. I know. Yeah, Rick arrives and stops in the middle of the room. Samantha waits outside the door. I think we'll pick up there. Oh, we'll pick up there. Uh, when they about mm-hmm. to begin their road trip. Hell uh, yeah. So hope we all hope you are all looking forward to the road trip that and we'll be all going Creedence on. Clearwater revival. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, something like that, you know. Yeah. It's a good road trip. Who knows trip what song. kind of music we'll come up with? Uh, yeah. We, yeah. I mean, we were directing it once, so I mean, we have to do Winston Justice. Lots of road trip songs. There was that movie called Wild America with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And two other guys, and they would Devin Sawa, and who was the other <laughs> preteen hunk of those days? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There were, th- but there were three people. It was. I think the last one became successful. I don't remember who it was. I have no idea. The one who I should remember. But it was Wild America, and um, I just remember Joshua Born Jackson. to Be Wild was like the song, burn, like they're in a band or something burn, down the, burn, you know, going down the highway, oh, yeah. like singing Born to Be Wild. That was this big song. All right, fellas, so we'll wrap it up. What did you learn tonight? Um, let me think. What I learned I that learn? I hate montages. <laughs> yeah, I learned, yeah, we all learned that. Montages are, are, are bullshit. Um, I mean, it's I learned that he probably sometimes. should have made another run at some of the grammatical errors in the script because some of them were hard to read. Well, I mean, he told us in his email he that like, he wrote that, it down yeah, and yeah. then just and left just it all up. A first draft, and he was like, this stinks and I don't like it, and he left it that way. So he, he did left say that, Grammatical yeah. errors and all. I probably had nobody else read it either. Yeah, that's... We're probably the first people to read this since might 2004. Be, since if he didn't, you know, he didn't care for it, he probably didn't show it to anyone. That's which true. is why, you know, we, we appreciate uh, the, this person, whatever your name is, even more. Winston Lacroix. That uh, you, if you, that is your real name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Too bad it's not. It wasn't written by Winston Groom. Oh God. <laughs> He's the, the guy writer wrote, of Forrest Gump. The original, yeah, the book. Oh, Forrest oh, Gump, Jesus. which is just a ridiculous, ridiculous thing. Uh, yeah, so what do you what do you think, guys? Time to uh, wrap it up for yeah. the evening. Well, we made that abundantly clear, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. So, for, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> we are done, aren't we? So for John and Jeff, yeah, Sam, I'm Lawrence, and I'm, and I'm Jeff, and, and I'm John. That's John. Good night.